Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Don't you know I'm still creaming better than I ever did? Looking like a true Nash beauty. All the dryness I got rid. I'm still creaming after all this time. Picking up the products of my life with skincare on my mind. I'm still creaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still creaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Natchbute, everybody. Welcome to Natchbute. I am fired up today. I am charged up today. Welcome to Natchbute, the beauty podcast where we have fun, we cream, and we discuss resilient women. We discuss game change, and we discuss how we can feel good about ourselves while making the world a better place. Welcome to Nashville. I am your host, Jackie J, the beauty talk shock shock, your queen of creams, the host with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, and your kooky Southern Jewish aunt. Welcome to Nashville. Yes, I'm Jewish. Shabar, I'm you half didn't know. I'm half Jewish. I'm, I converted a month ago. It's exciting. But we'll get we to, to you talk. in a second, we need Barb. To talk about that. I want to be involved in this. Okay, Barb, I have to finish your intro. Oh, sorry. Okay, so. Listen, my guest today, I'm so charged up. I'm more charged up than I ever am, and I'm always charged up. Y'all know that. But my guest today is an intriguing, fascinating person. Yesterday, I did a deep dive on my guest. I watched hours of footage of her speaking. She has a documentary. I watched it. She has this book right here that I I read as much of it as I possibly could in a day. You know, I'm not the fastest reader, I'll be honest. But today on Nashville, I have a brand founder. And so much more than that, okay? She's also a visionary, a best-selling author, a philosopher queen, a social entrepreneur, a change maker, a mother, a badass lady, and a kick-ass best friend. She is passionate about creating meaningful products that are changing the world. Instead of monetizing war, she monetizes peace. And she does that through her company, The Seven Virtues. Yes, it is a perfume brand, but honey, just like her, it's so much more. It's so much more. It's a social enterprise that is making natural perfumes that are hypoallergenic, cruelty-free, vegan, and they provide fair wages for the entire supply chain, some of which are sourced from war-torn countries. It is a beautiful product with a beautiful story. We have so much to discuss. I have some of it right here. Please welcome my guest, Barb Stegman. Barb, welcome to Nashville. I am thrilled you are here. I I love seeing you in the flesh through the computer. Girl, Jackie, I've never had an intro like that. Can we just take this on the road? Yes, I will. I will open all your talks. No, I will open all your talks. I'll sing. I'll. I'll sing. I'm still creaming, and I'll get the crowd going, and then you come in and you knock it out of the park. We'll be a team. We'll volley. I love it. Okay, Barb. 
like, welcome to Nashville. I'm so thrilled you're here. Listen, you know more about me than my children. I'm so impressed. I mean, perhaps. <laughs> and I just met your son, and he's moving, he's moving to LA. In. He's moving into your house. I mean, I mean he might. Really you fast. know what? <laughs> Barb, I, I open every Natribute guest interview with the first question, which is, what type of skin do you have? And I'm excited mm. to hear your answer. Well, you know what? I refuse to call it aging skin because that is really yes. labeling and ageism drives me crazy. Because guess yes. what? What's the alternative? Then you're not aging. Being you're dead. dead. So, yeah. But my skin's 52 years old, although I was thinking this year of not having a birthday because since we lost a year, maybe I'm 51 again. I agree. So, right, that should uh, be a rule. I think so. This year, you didn't get to go out, so we didn't we didn't grow a year. Now we certainly grew intellectually and spiritually, and but you know we didn't pass a, another year. But I, I have a I guess you would call it combination skin. I find that one of the best things I ever started doing when I was forty was I started taking collagen, ingesting mm. collagen, and I think that really is making a difference for me. When I look around at my peers, I refuse to do all of the fillers and the things and I, I applaud I've done it before I tried it. I didn't like it my face didn't move and so I think it's great when women do it my girlfriends all do it I did it and then I finally went I'm done with this I, I want to find a better way and and for me it's just eating right exercising using good creams I use a few different uh, brands that are clean I like Sahajan she was also in the Lisa Matam the founder was in the Sephora Accelerate with me I love uh, Eugenia Shea by my friend Nasak who was also in Sephora Accelerate uh, a group of social entrepreneur females and we lift each other up uh, so yeah no I also like Skin Fix which is a, a brand that's out of Nova Scotia my girlfriend uh, Amy Regan has that one and I, I play with all of them and I gotta tell you I, I pick my favorites of each uh, brand and and my latest discovery. I'm ashamed to say I was late at the banquet, but I've been reading Leonard Lauder's book, The Company I Keep, the son of Estee Lauder. I didn't know Jackie that she was a big believer in face oil to wash your face, and I didn't know about this. So about. A month and a half ago, I learned about face oil, and I am obsessed. I don't know how I missed this, but that stuff cleans up the sunscreen. It cleans up the makeup. It feels good. It doesn't sting your eyes. Where was I? We love an oil cleanse. What rock was I living under? Do you know what oil cleanser you're loving? It's the Sahajan and also the Skin Fix. Mm -hmm. Those two, I have the Skin Fix in the shower because I like how it foams. And then I also have the Sahajan, which is more of an Ayurveda. And that's my ritual at the end of a long day. I just want to put on the Ayurveda. And in the morning when I wake up for the day, I want it in the shower as the skin fix. And the two kind of balance each other because they're moisturizing my face at the same time. That was the most thorough answer I've ever gotten on that question. And we love it. It sets up the conversations we're about to have, and it's fabulous. Well, Barb. I'm- I'm glad to be here with you because I'm with someone who actually gets all of this and I'm just late to the party on that face oil. I get it. My audience gets it. We love it. My audience loves your perfume. That's why this all started happening. Aww, One of my yes. listeners came on my show and talked about it. I did an episode Aww. with my listeners over Zoom and Aww. then that's how it started. And I go, oh, I have it too. But anyway, enough about that, Barb. I need to continue. Do you remember, please go back in time for me, Barb. Go back Mm. in that memory. And and do you remember the first beauty product that you ever bought or used? It could have been something from mom. Yeah. 
my my grandmother, my oh, my yes. Jewish grandmother, yes. my Bubby, she was elegant. She looked like Marilyn Monroe. We lived in Montreal. Very elegant woman. She sold a beautiful china in this shop, and she was elegant. She showed up in often pink pumps that were satin with the pink oh, cinched yes. waist, and she was her hair was there, and she always made a grand entrance. She was always late, and she always <laughs> sat there, and she was fabulous because she would did she wanted to do the what me. Like when people would say, you smell great, you look great. And she'd act all surprised. And I always admired that. And I remember she brought me some makeup. I must have been eight or nine. And she was very impressed that I was layering my lipstick. So I had used the darker on the outside, the lighter in the center. And I was layering. And she was just so blown away. And I was like, I'm going to get a frog in my throat. Because I was so proud that she was so stunning. And I was this ugly little fat kid with pimples. And there's my glamorous grandmother applauding me for blending, even letting me play with her lipstick, the fat little kid with the pimples on her face. She must have loved me. And I just knew I could apply lipstick, and I was on to something. I've actually made lipstick by hand, vegan, cruelty-free, with castor oil from Haiti. My son and I ask him about it. It's another story. That was Wow. It. Barb, mm. you're killing it with these answers. Two-tone lipstick, that's other level. That's like some drag At the age of eight. Shit. At the age of eight. With That's pimples impressive. and fat kid knowing there is a sculpture under here and I'm going to let her emerge. And that's the message, right? That that all that clutter, forget about it. You feel beautiful, you be beautiful, just do beautiful, and the rest doesn't matter. That's right. We'll get to that, honey. Don't worry. Do you have a favorite scent? It's like your children. You're not supposed to have a favorite child, are you? But if you watch The Crown, you learn pretty quickly that people do have a favorite. <laughs> So I guess it depends on your mood and what your needs are if you're a narcissist, mm-hmm. I guess. I just, I just mean in general. Is there a particular oh. flower oh. or yeah. warm yeah. cookies in the I oven? I love citrus. Mm-hmm. You give me grapefruit, orange, mm-hmm. lime. I am mandarin. A I'm kumquat. in uh, I just love citrus. Yes. You just wake up and feel creative and alive. And I love on a hot, stinky, sweaty day where you just feel so gross and you've just been running around. And then the last thing you want to do is be the stinky perfume lady. Imagine. Right. And you'll oh, be yeah. Like, How that did, would not be she... good for the brand. Not good for the brand. Mm-hmm. So grapefruit lime, one of our scents. I just literally, my French shower, sprayed all over and you're like, ah. And that is important. And I love that it makes me feel suddenly invigorated and happy and nobody can smell the stinky perfume lady underneath it's it's beautiful it's a beautiful visual yeah barb what's your favorite thing about yourself my favorite thing about myself i learned when i was a flight attendant in between my degrees and i went up to give the pilots some coffee and one of the pilots had eight children he was very religious and he said to me do you know what your gift is and i went Okay, I thought I was just bringing coffee, but sure. He said, your gift is your joy. He said, you're so joyous. And I was like, wow. And I vowed from that day forth to always protect my joy and share my joy, unbridled. And it can be tough. I've got joy. I wake up like this. 
Imagine my poor kids. Like, I wake up, are we a team? And I'm singing Frank Sinatra, and they're just like, I'd like to wake up. Give me a minute. And, you know, sometimes you dance into the room, and people aren't filled with joy. you got to tone it down a bit. That's hard when this is just the way you're made. But I've learned over the years to protect it, but also know when to maybe tone it down and then bring it back up just to help people that might be overwhelmed. We all need levels. That's it. But, yeah, my joy. That's my great. You know where you get that from, Barb? My Jewishness? Yes. It's trait number one. I have this book here. Ju- I just <gasps> read all my books. Judaism's 10 best ideas. Number one, simha, joy. Happiness is a religious precept. Joy is the first Jewish trait. Oh my God, I'm so Jewish. Okay, enough of this. Yeah. 40, I'm only 49.9% says 23 and me. Time to become 100% Jewish. I'm Jackie. zero if, if you're, you're going by 23 and me, but I'm 100%. 100%. Yes. No, you're ahead of me. I'm going to go full on. I have a book I want to write posthumously. It'll be published when I die when I'm 96. And it's called The Self-Taught Rabbi. Mm-hmm. spiritual observations of an ordinary life. And every miracle I've ever seen has been recorded. And I'm not going to tell anyone till the end. So when they're sad and I die, they go, wait, there's a gift? Yes, there's a gift. And it's a secret to everything. But I can't tell you before that. And I was born Barbara Ann Sarah Rabinovich. I was supposed to be Sarah Rabinovich, which means son of a rabbi. And they changed our name to Robbins because of anti-Semitism. We couldn't let anybody know. So in my death, I'm going to take my birth name back and it will be by Sarah Rabinovich. You just revealed your plan to all of us. I hope you're okay with that. I'm totally great with that. Nobody yeah. knows this plan, but I've just felt compelled because we're on the Jewishness there. Yes. And why not have a plan for even I think, And I find that to be very Jewish as well. Elul, the tradition of Elul, to be the voice for those who have gone is our yes. responsibility yes and that is why you have a cruelty free show that is why we are the voice for others whether yes. it's animals whether it's yes humans. speak up and get loud with our love and get loud louder than the hate the job is to really get so loud like elul and be the voice for others that we drown out the hate so we don't give any energy to it give it no energy get loud with your love and is it tika olam heal the world I like that too. Yeah, that's one of the traits as well. Anyway, we're not talking about Jewishness, Barb. Is that another show? Is that another episode, Jackie? That is definitely another episode. I'm yes, Tikkun Tikkun Olam, Tikkun Olam. Anyway, okay, Barb. We could talk for hours. There's so much to discuss, but just in case, I know you probably have this story down. You didn't set out in life to become a perfume maker, but here you are. Your brand has. When I say a story behind it, honey, it has a story. So could you give us your quick elevator speech on how your brand came about? And I know Mm -hmm. there's a lot behind it, but it is truly a movie. You can't write this. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it is. It's all a journey, isn't it? Life's not going to go to plan and some terrible things are going to happen in your life. And you have a choice to accept it as a gift and realize that you were built for it or go in the corner in the fetal position. That is your choice. Yes. But my choice when suffering happens is to find the beauty and the lesson and the gift in it. So my best friend, my mentor, I, I met him at university. We rode together, uh, Captain Green, Trevor Green. He taught me to ask better questions, to row harder. And uh, he was sitting in a peaceful shura in Afghanistan as an Army Reserve a CIMIC officer, which means he was there to discuss how to bring clean drinking water and health care to the village. And while he was there, a young, illiterate, very poor young man was paid by the Taliban to put an axe through a soldier's head. He didn't care if it was American or Canadian, and he chose my best friend. 
and our lives went upside down that night. He wasn't supposed to make it, but he did. And so we went on a journey in the hospital. I said, you heal, I got this. And I realized, I don't got this. I'm not a brave soldier. I'm not a world leader. This patriarchy isn't built for me. But I thought, wait a second. Women own the voting power. If we held hands tomorrow, entire governments would rise and fall at our collective vote. We own the buying power. 80% of household decisions are made by women. So I thought, what if I could take all that stoic wisdom that the boys use, Churchill and Aurelius, give it to my sisters. Our moms taught us great things, but my mom didn't teach me about Adam Smith and capitalism or Plato and the polis. And I felt that my sisters need this information. So I wrote the book, Seven Virtues of a Philosopher Queen, A Woman's Guide to Living and Leading in an Illogical World, because it is. And then about nine months later, later after we launched on International Women's Day I brought the thesis to life when I read about this man Abdullah in Afghanistan he was growing the legal orange blossom and rose to get the farmers off the illegal poppy crop which is 90% of the world's heroin it's destroying lives in our communities in LA in Halifax it's in our interest to care and I just started buying his oils and found a perfumer to help me with the formulation launched it in my garage on International Women's Day and we we broke even in six weeks that's it that was great the story is wild. And like you were saying earlier, like crawling, you get into the fetal position. I am so impressed with not only Captain Green, but you and having releasing your anger and not being angry and taking it out on that country, taking it out on the world. Instead, both of you said, we want to make that country a better place. Mm-hmm. We want to take this yeah. into our own hands. And that is to me like the most resilient, powerful thing that anyone could ever take from a horrible tragedy. And it is so inspiring. Thank you. Trevor forgave his attacker. And when you're best friends with someone like that, he's like the sage on the mountain. I'm telling you. You can't help but rise up. Yeah. And and, uh, forgiveness is key. And I think if we return to the notion of getting loud with our love, nothing external to you can affect you ever. And so we know why we're here. And I think the core of it is, and for any family out there who have has had a soldier in your family injured or lost a loved one in the military, really, it's like Elul, that we must be the voice for those who've passed. And that means making sure their mission was never in vain. Yes. And that's about carrying on the mission of peace, which is why every soldier goes into these countries. And so I think It's easy to judge what return to the first virtue, which is wonder. All the resources you need will appear in life if you stay in a state of wonder. It's daily practice like a muscle. You have to rip it. But the minute you judge people around you or victim chic, why me? You get so far from the nugget and the gift inside the pain and why it was sent to you. This is the life. This is the journey of life. My favorite quote, I got to tell you, is Aurelius. I've taught my children this since they were little. When you wake up, be prepared to meet the angry, the lost, the jealous, the jaded. Now lead. Oh, you don't like it? Then go in the fetal position in the corner. But if you want to be called a leader, when you wake up, be prepared to meet the angry, the lost, the jealous, the jaded. Now lead. And you meet people, he went on to say, that have ghosts around them. They talk about what someone did to them or what someone said about them. We don't want to be those people. No ghosts, no cobwebs, full on loud with our love and the gifts and the joy why you were sent that pain. It's important. It's crucial. I think it's the most important lesson in life. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm sure everybody's inspired, crying, pulling over right now. I, I, I can feel the power in the room. So 
I love that I, I was watching you on uh, the Lions Den. I did watch that. We'll get into that in a minute. For people who don't know, the Lions Den is the Shark Tank equivalent in Canada. Yeah. And you said, I don't believe in charity. You said charity, it's sort of give a man a fish, feed him for a day versus teaching a man to fish and feeding him for a life, which I taught my husband how to use the air fryer. It changed my life. Now he Doesn't can feed it? himself. Yes, that's a big day in a family. It's a that's big day in a family. So, so your company is all about building stability for people. Mm. Maybe tell us a little bit more in detail about the Neroli oil and, mm. and how it's different from maybe another, you don't have to name it, but another brand's mm. perfume. Yeah, What's yeah, yeah. different about your Neroli oil specifically? Yeah, our Neroli, which is orange blossom, is harvested mm. in Afghanistan. And our farmers earn two times the income over the crop of uh, poppy crop. Mm-hmm. And so there's two reasons what, that make it very different. It's glorious. It's actually stunning. Our chemists say it's some of the best neroli in the world. And I find that really beautiful because mm-hmm. instead of just telling negative stories about Afghanistan, let's show beautiful stories. And long before the Taliban banned nine-year-old girls from reading, can you imagine? Right. Wow. The kings used to do poetry festivals in the groves and women were journalists. They didn't wear scarves. They wore go-go boots. There was a whole other life. And so for me, the neroli oil transports you back to a time when the groves had poetry festivals and girls wore go-go boots and, and, and if could choose to wear a scarf if she so wishes. That's her choice and can read if she so chooses. And so that's one of the biggest things. And then, of course, the fact that when a farmer can grow the legal crop of orange blossom or rose for us, the Taliban can't take his daughter as an opium bride. In the documentary, you saw the interview with Fariba Nawa, who wrote Opium Nation. We learned so much from her that she she shares the story of how she's sitting with this little girl and the, the poor farmer. He's forced to grow the illegal poppy crop. The harvest doesn't work for whatever weather conditions. And the Taliban drug lord has lost $20,000 U.S. in his crop and asks the farmer for $20,000 U.S. Of course, the farmer doesn't have that. And then he says, OK, I'll take your nine-year-old as my opium bride. And the little girl is screaming. And, and so if that farmer's growing my orange blossom or a rose or someone's pomegranate or saffron, Taliban can't take his daughter. So now you see why, even though it's a greater quality oil and it's a better story, and yes, it can transport me somewhere, it's actively showing that the old broken model of sending soldiers in, fighting, and thinking you're going to fix a broken model doesn't work. It's about jobs, empowerment. It's very female, where females would go, you stay in the corner. We're going to make right. sure they have dignity and jobs. And we and Trevor and I reimagined that young man that put an axe through his head. We imagined him with a dad growing healthy crops, earning a proper income, a livable wage. And we imagined that little boy with a phone. And he would know what the world is doing. And so when the Taliban come along and offer $5 to kill a soldier, he'd say, bugger off. I've got dreams. I go to school. So you can reimagine in your mind. And then you say, okay, let's set about doing that. And I won't pretend we fixed it. Abdullah almost gave up. Uh, a year later, after we started, he, life is fragile. He, he faces more than I'll ever face. And he almost gave up because he didn't think anyone believed in him. And we are now the largest orange blossom buyer from him. He has doubled his distillery. He has 10 buyers from around the world. Imagine if we ever gave up. And there were people in the beginning that were like, what are you doing? That's not what the soldiers want. I was like, oh, yes, it is. They went in there to liberate women right. and 
girls and little boys and families from oppressors. That's why soldiers go in. They're built to care. And yeah, so it's there's this disconnect in society. We live in this broken model. And I think it's really going to be the innovators. I think it'll be millennials, Gen Z, who I have so much faith in the future because this is how you all yes. think about how can we do it differently And I think it's a great wake-up call to our world. And I'm just so glad you guys are pushing things, pushing agendas. Keep pushing. Yes, push the agendas. You hear that, millennials? Push it. Don't be afraid. Who cares? 20% of the people are never going to like you anyway. Who cares? Someone doesn't like you because you remind them of their cousin. There's nothing you can do about it. So soldier on. Oh, Barb, you speak in sound bites. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that. I would like to be a rabbi. Can you see me doing a sermon? I want to be a cantor. Let's do it together. So we need to open up our own synagogue. I look for synagogues and churches all the time to convert, to to build. How cool would that be? Okay, we'll see. Your son's moving to LA. We might be able to get some kind of real estate situation happening here. I got my green card. It was approved. Hell yeah. Let's, I meant to be there with you. Guess what? I've never been to Canada. You and don't everyone. Need to come. Okay. You don't need to come. Okay. You need us to come down Got there. It. We'll bring Canada. Got it. We'll Can't say wait. A a lot. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. And you yeah. know what? When you want to come here, you'll come to Nova Scotia, which is really nice. Everyone's really nice. Everybody thinks you go to Toronto or Vancouver. Great cities. I've lived in yeah, both. Yeah. But I live in this little glorious place where everyone's kind. Honest to God, it's like kittens and rainbows. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, you got to come here. If you come visit us here. We're only about two hours from New York. I know we're far from L.A., but although Vancouver is quite lovely, too. But anyway, you probably should do a tour. It's a different thing, but we're neighbors, right? We're the biggest trading partners of each other. So you'll see a lot of things that are American that are influenced. But what I love about America most is because we're part of the Commonwealth, and when I go to England, I'll always hear people saying they're sorry as well when someone else banged into them. We thank people for the garbage. Mm-hmm. It's just the weirdest thing. Where America's like, the American dream, go! And I'm like... Like, oh my God, I'm allowed to, to get loud? Because in Canada, it's like, just it's true. place, know your place. Yeah, we are loud. That is, And I'm also Southern, that. so I'm like extra loud. I love it. See, I feel at home with you all. Yeah. I do. I feel at home. I'm Come American, on down, Barb. I'm an American at heart. But I do love Canada, and I think that the two trading partners are wildly important to one another. I think it's a good thing to, at some point, come visit Canada. I think everyone should at some point. But know that America is just truly the dream. It really is. Everyone in the world respects and admires the American dream and wants to live it. And you need to all know that. I think that's yes, very Yes, don't take important. it for granted. That's for sure. Yep. You know where I really want to go visit, Barb, is Rwanda. <gasps> I love Rwanda. We Could landed you? there on International Women's Day. <sighs> yes, I think Afghanistan is where the, the story starts, but you've ventured out into other places. So I would love to hear about the patchouli in Rwanda. And then if we have, and then I might as well, I, you just mentioned Haiti prior to us recording. Tell us about Haiti and what's going on there. I just mm. brief, but give us the points. Yep. Sure. Absolutely. Cause Jackie. Oh my God. I read so much about Rwanda yesterday because of you. I'm so oh, fired up. Isn't it something? Anyway, they've got Kagama, the, the, the president is like 
a modern day Churchill. What a wise, brilliant man. How do you come back from a genocide where almost a million people died in a hundred days? Husbands turned on wives. How do you come back from that? They did. And boy, did they ever. And they put right in their constitution, 30% female. We've heard that before. The tipping point's 30% at any decision-making table. They said minimum in our constitution, 30% female representatives, one seat for the disabled because so many people lost limbs. And as a result, they became the first First female majority government in the world. So uh, cool. And as a result of that, fastest growing, safest, least corrupt country in uh, Africa. And one small, I guess you should say, big example, but there was just so many examples of how these women showed their leadership. So female. I love restorative justice. And that's why the virtue of justice matches our patchouli. Our farmers earn three times the income over the next crop of coffee. And so when you think of each virtue and how it matches up with a story, these women said, we don't need hundreds of thousands of people in jail. It's not going to do anyone any good. So they took all the people who killed, put them in pink jumpsuits. I'm not sure of the why behind that, but maybe just some cheeky female thing. They put them in pink jumpsuits and said, you go and sit with the family of those you killed. And you ask for forgiveness and you show them where you buried their loved ones. And it was such a healing experience that each person who did that got half their sentence reduced. Wow. Brilliant. And you look at jails as a big business in North America, unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. We're doing no one any favors uh, by keeping people in a cycle of pain. And, you know, I think we, we have a lot to learn as North Americans. And of course, Haiti, Haiti is coming close to, I uh, love Haiti very much, coming close to a genocide itself. It's led by a dictator who came in. I was there after Hurricane Matthew during the election and they were forced, there wasn't water or aid to anyone, but there certainly was, a, there were election ballots, get out to vote, what? For a guy who claimed to want to reverse his country and uh, from humble roots. And then they began to steal everything began to steal everything. And we're trying to help a woman there to run for president and connecting her with certain people because can't forget about Haiti, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. And if Rwanda could come back, so can Haiti. I don't think anything should ever be forgotten or scrapped. And I think some of the world leaders have forgotten about Haiti and that's not acceptable. But no, charity doesn't work. It's got to be empowerment. It's got to be jobs. We were raised in humble roots and welfare in Nova Scotia with a single mom as our mom. And that's not the poverty that the people we work with have ever faced. But it's certainly, it sucks with school supplies and no socks in the winter and the mice are chewing your blankets. But at least you can go to public school. So I got over it. You know, you look at that and say, dropping off the Christmas hamper, people used to drop it off and drive away. My sister and I just, we just wanted to come to the banquet. We wanted to be invited. So I feel that way about all of our suppliers. We're equals. It's not even philanthropy. I need you. You need me. We're family. And my sister was the one who said, let's break the cycle of poverty. She went to university. I followed her. And she got her PhD in virology, viruses, worked on Ebola with the U.S. military, now trying to solve it. And now she's working at the City of Hope in L.A., working on a cure for leukemia in children. And wow. we, we feel really great. Yeah, brilliant woman. Try Imagine trailing her in school. No. What? This notion of empowerment is crucial in education and literacy. And we hear it all the time. But I've lived it, I've seen it, I've witnessed it, and we've got to bring a face to it. We've got to bring a vibrancy to it and fix things before the problems happen. What is the crop in Haiti that, that is in your perfumes? Vetiver. Vetiver, Vetiver is, it prevents erosion, and they have conferences on it because it's a sustainable crop. And what they do is they plant it, unfortunately in Haiti, 
they cut down all the trees. So erosion is this terrible problem. You can see as you fly over, it's like suddenly there's no trees after you leave the Dominican Republic. And But this this wonderful crop, they plant other plant forms between it, so the, the goats and people enjoy them, the animals. And then they take the root of vetiver and distill it into an oil, which was historically for men's sense. And we took it and made something for both women and men. And I had never heard of uh, vetiver until an NGO reached out to me and said, look, you're always dealing with war-torn nations. Why don't you come to Haiti? I was like, okay. Had no idea what it would smell like. We had to wait through the cholera outbreak, the election, and then finally, when I smell that, I find out it's the best vetiver in the world. And I think God's cheeky. I think he pushes you against, or she, or the Yahweh, or whatever you want to call it, pushes you against the wall to see if you're built for it. And right before, as that saying, dark is before the dawn, right before you're ready to give up, like the last push-up, it hurts too much, right before the worst pain point, right after that is all the beauty. So I think there's a cheekiness to whoever's up there pushing you to see, are you going to go all the way for me? Are you really going to go in service, share your gifts, and do what's right? Or are you going to get scared and run away? Because the sweet spot is going all the way through the pain to the light and seeing the rewards. And that's what happened with Haiti. I was like, wow, don't give up. Talk about a resilient place. Oh my goodness. And, and I've, Haitians, I've heard it's gorgeous there. Oh. I've had several friends go. I had a guest uh, on earlier this year that grew up there. Wow. Heard, it's just gorgeous there. Yeah, I love it there. I've been several times and I would have to say it's one of my favorite places on the planet. And, and, and the people are so kind and fun and spiritual and... I'm very spiritual, so you can feel the spirituality mm-hmm. in Haiti, and the food's amazing, the people are kind. Oh, yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, Barb, we got to get back on track here. Oh, okay. We we touched on this earlier, retail activism. Mm. You were saying how the millennials, we love to buy things with a story and a purpose behind them. Could you tell us about that? And also your relationship with Sephora. You touched mm. on it at the beginning, but mm. you Sephora, tell us more about that. That's how yeah. I initially heard about your brand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, sure. So there was a, we were ahead of our time. We launched before there was a word for social enterprise. Mm-hmm. Banks wouldn't give me a loan. They wanted my kids. I like my kids. And I didn't have any way to really know how to launch in beauty. So I literally launched out of my garage. The packaging was shameful. It was really horrendous. And people must have felt sorry for me and they bought my stuff. And that was good for a while. And then, because I'm not from that space. And then all of a sudden I noticed something happening. My generation, Gen X, and the older generation, Boomer, that would buy my original renditions of our perfumes in the department stores were not the the buying power anymore. It was my kids, millennials like you, Gen Z like my daughter, uh, and my son like you as a millennial. And we were surviving. We weren't thriving. And so whenever I don't know what to do in life, I volunteer. Get out of my own way and my ego just park it because you're not that important. We think we are, but not really. And so I went to Haiti to volunteer after Hurricane Matthew. And uh, while I was there, Sephora wrote me. Now, I never told my team that they had rejected me four times before because that's mm-hmm. not what a leader does. Now mm-hmm. I can, they're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, I didn't tell you. 
It's a tough day. Why was mommy crying in the bathroom? The I announced to all my girlfriends, oh my God, Sephora just wrote me. And my girlfriend, Eve Carr, who owns Creole Essence, a castor farm oil, she uh, told me about the Accelerate program. And I was like, that is it. I am getting in this program where they realize less than 4% of the CEOs of beauty companies are women. Wow. And they basically beauty idol you. I think about 1,800 people apply and they take 10. And wow. the objective is to make a network of 50, 60, 70 women over time that can help each other. Because I don't really have someone I can call and say, so how do you get your yellow fever vaccine for Rwanda? Like, these are things you don't know what to right. do. How do you do sustainability? I can't go to my local chamber. It's a different place. I'm in a different world. The clean beauty space that's cruelty-free. Like, you're the only podcast doing this. There's not a lot of us but Sephora so beautifully built this network and so I got in the program I created all brand new scents same oils same countries but I wanted the product to be something my daughter would use and it was cute because I get I gave her a vanilla woods after it was all done she sent me a picture it was empty and she goes mama this is how much I love you and I was like oh bless I finally made my children yeah so that and then we launched in Sephora Canada USA six months later that was three years ago we're now the number one selling clean at Sephora perfume we have no advertising budget we I don't take a salary. I live off my books, uh, my talks, but I was raised in poverty. I don't, I don't need much more than what I have. And uh, we can have a good life. And I'm in no race other than to serve others and to also use this as my platform to be a voice for what I see and not to be afraid and not to feel like, oh, that will hurt the brand if you talk like that, Barb. No, it won't. I'm sleeping with the boss. I can do whatever I want. So I want other women to have that freedom and power and know all the tools that who cares if someone doesn't like you because it has to be said. Otherwise, you've just drifted through this time here. And I don't think that's really an okay thing to do. And yeah, now we're launching in Europe and Sephora, France. I, I just did a trade mission virtual today on helping other Canadian brands to go into Europe. And it was cool because Sephora started in France and we're launching in Sephora, France. And then they loved us so much. They're launching us Jackie, in 13 countries, Sephora, in the EU. I know. What? Italy, Germany, Sweden, Barb, you're going to have a lot of stamps on that passport coming up. Girl, girl, I got some languages to learn. Mm Mm-hmm. I got, I'm just so excited. And then once the vaccines are out and we're, we can go there, so we're launching virtually at first in the summer, and then we'll watch and gauge where it's strongest and go into the stores. And I just want to go to all of them. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we're having a lot of fun. And the U.S. taught us so much. Sephora, we're loyal. I'm loyal to my best friend. I'm loyal to Sephora. A lot of places have called us and wanted our product. Sephora saved me. They invest in me. They would actually, this is crazy, Jackie. They, the merchants would spend and generously give me all their time to design every scent. So Vanilla Woods, our number one, took 25 versions. Wow. And our chemists at CPL Aromas, no problem. Usually that would charge you every version, you know, five, 10 grand, which we would never be able to afford. And nope, no charge. We believe in you, Barb, before we were even in Sephora. Your Vanilla Woods scent, I don't know if you're aware of this. I read yesterday on your website, the first review says, this is Bath & Body Works Warm Vanilla Sugar's Rich Ant. And I said, that. that is my energy. Rich Ant is my energy the that I strive to. Ant. Yeah, the Rich yeah. Ant of Bath & Body Works Warm Vanilla Sugar. Wow. Now, we all know what that is in that. It's just chemicals. Yeah. and The I Rich Ant has, she drinks like organic water oh, yeah. from her bottle not from plastic the rich oh aunt yeah but does... she makes loose leaf tea every morning oh, of course she does from like and a she's... fair trade tea farm right? somewhere yeah and she walks in with a very billowy 
dress beside her saltwater pool. Oh yeah, and it's vintage. It's a vintage gown. She got it at a a thrift store in Paris, perhaps. And she squeezes her own grapes with her feet, and everyone comes over and drinks the organic wine. The feet juice, and they sing together. And everyone's voice is like angels when they sing. Everyone's beautiful. All the harmonies are there. It's a lovely vision. That's what I strive for. And I also just want to add that. Perfume is an investment. A lot of women spend a ton of money on these perfumes. And these aren't that expensive. Like, in terms of perfume, how much is this? 70 bucks? Yeah, 79. And what's crazy is it's organic, fair trade, Leaping Bunny certified. Uh, 22% fragrance oils. So double what a normal fragrance has. Our oils travel. You're holding Orange Blossom, my favorite. And it travels on the most dangerous highway in the world to get to us. And so you look at all that and you would have the right to charge more. But in the end of the day, I see the vegan woman. And she is, in my mind, I do not want her to give up her lunch money for my perfume, my rollerball. Because right. she would. And that's not right. Right. And I think that's unfair. And so I think that our philosophy is the farmer makes money, the supplier makes money, the retailer makes money, and our company makes money so we can feed our, you know, pay our team. Mm-hmm. But no one makes all the money. And right. I'm in no race. I don't do what the other brands do. I don't have the same budgets they have. And yet we're number one. And I think right. if for anything... I think you've got to walk to your own beat, follow your instincts, do what is right in your heart. And if you're doing what everybody else is doing, you don't get to be a trailblazer. You want to be a trailblazer or a game changer? You've got to be able to do what no one has ever done before and be all right if people don't like it. And that is crucial. Otherwise, critically, you're just following the pack. And you can't innovate in that way. And so I think it's a blessing that I'm not from the beauty industry originally. And then I just thought, why can't we do this? Why can't I cold call a store and see if they'll take me? So so I, th- I hope that some of your listeners find some value in that and, and find the courage to just do the opposite. Oh, here, I got to share this with you. My favorite definition of creativity, and when I found that it blew my mind, creativity is to do the opposite, go in the opposite way of what you would normally think. And what's cool about that process is it's okay. You can go far out, go the opposite way you'd normally think, but don't worry, you can come back. It's just a thought. And then you shake things out. But I don't follow what anybody does. I refuse to. And even our packaging is all beautiful. Colombian artist does all the artwork. Most of the perfumes are black and white. And it's, I want to party. I want to jump up and down. I, it's going to be like the roaring 20s when I'm vaccinated. I'll still Better wear a mask. Better believe it. Right? Girl, we're going out. And we're going to Soho House Malibu, honey, honey. Honey, Malibu and WeHo and the downtown one. Oh, all the downtown three, one's great. Three days of we're going to do. Debate. We could do a bar crawl and do all three. Let's get t-shirts, make perfume, not war, <laughs> and just. Yes. I think even despite the beautiful story of the brand, People just know it's a bomb-ass perfume. Even if you didn't read the read all the signs and read up all the brand, people are like, this perfume, I spray it one time in the morning. At night, I still smell like this. It lasts all damn day, and they're refreshing, and they're light, and they're just lovely. So the product is lovely. Thank you. Yeah, they're happy. I want to transport you to the happiness of these countries, not the negative. We dishonor people when we only tell the negative stories of a country. Every country has beauty good people trying to do things and we need to honor that and nothing can transport you like scent so when you smell that orange blossom from afghanistan uh, you're smelling the beauty of afghanistan i'm going to take you there through scent which is connected to the emotions the back of the neck and the back of the brain so it is the most powerful 
a method of communicating a story through scent. Uh, and then immediately, there's good people here. It's good things happening. Let's honor those traditions, create rituals for ourselves with the aromatherapy on it, set intentions for ourselves. And my end objective here was, yes, it's got a good story. Yes, it's meaningful. Yes, it's clean. Yes, it's vegan. But at the end of the day, she or he or they choose to put this on their dresser. It's a precious investment. And I want to make sure that it is the best standalone, excellent scent that you would want anyway. And that was really my goal. And that's where Sephora merchants really helped me with, and our chemists, which are, oh my God, they're amazing. So amazing and so kind and generous. People are really good to us, Jackie. I got to tell you, every person who buys a perfume helps me make this vision a reality. Otherwise, it's just a dream. And so, well, listen, you're the right? head of the ship. You're the head of the ship. What do they say? The fish rots from the head down. It's a beautiful expression. Oh, I right? just made me. But if everyone's great, Barb, it's because you hired them. You put the team together. You're the leader in the vision. So it's lovely. It's a lovely ship. I'm coming aboard. You're on the ship with us, girl. I'm on it. I'm singing a sea shanty. We are. And listen, you come here to the Maritimes. We curse like drunken sailors. Fuck. I'll have a a turn. (laughs) Invite me over, Barb. Barb, we have to talk about your book. I I hope you have 10 more minutes. We started a little late. Listen, I have all the time in the world for you. Okay. So, Barb, you are the philosopher queen, and your book is called The Seven Virtues of a Philosopher Queen. And when I heard the word queen, I thought ruler, leader. Women are leaders. Mm -hmm. And like you said earlier, we own the buying power. We own the voting power. Yet the world doesn't reflect this because the world is illogical. And so you wrote this book. The Seven Virtues of a Philosopher Queen. Why are these virtues so imperative for women to integrate into their lives? And do you have a favorite virtue? If you go back to the time of Plato and Socrates, 2,400 years with philosophy, and the virtues were the most powerful thing in a person's life. And, And what's amazing is if you live the virtues... It is your destiny because you build your character by living the virtues and your character is your destiny. It costs nothing to build your character. So the virtues are the most important thing. And a few things about the virtues is that the Catholics have the seven virtues. The, the Jews have the virtues. Muslims have the virtues. What I thought was so fascinating was that every group has the virtues and loves them. But philosophers that are non-denominational, so I thought, you know what, why don't we speak from a philosophical place so we open the door to everybody? And so that no matter what your faith, whatever it may be or not, that you are welcome to come practice these. And what's powerful about them is that, and, and they are, I took the main four stoic the Churchill and the boys all use truth, courage, justice, wisdom. But I added three more because it's a book for women. Wonder instead of judgment, balance, and beauty. And I think the most powerful virtue, one might think it's courage or justice. I really think it comes back to wonder. That idea of not judging ourselves, not judging the people around us, daily practice. Because when you have your I wonder statements, I wonder what would happen today if I X. And I think that a lot of people don't because they hear people saying, you tried that before. Remember when that happened? And that's something females sometimes do to one another. Men don't do that. Men don't care. They fail. They lose their business. They're back out there starting again. I want women to have that same don't care. Women apologize. We feel guilty. No, no more guilt. Don't care. And you were taught to make yourself feel better with that feeling. No, don't. Guys, don't. 
And and what's fascinating about Stoic wisdom is this is what shaped men for centuries. It's almost like in their DNA. Mm-hmm. We weren't given it. And so a book I would highly recommend that women read is Mary Wollstonecraft. She's considered the mother of feminism, and she wrote A Vindication of a Woman's And I didn't know about the book until many years after I studied philosophy. She wasn't on our reading list. She was isolated over in women's studies when men should have been reading her. And, and I wept when I read her because I felt so at home. And her daughter uh, wrote Frankenstein. Wollstonecraft, in my mind, was just a genius. And the, the thing about the book and the virtues, the book is now an eighth edition. Women That's have right, read it. honey. Lodged companies, ended bullying, run for office. The stronger you are, the stronger I am. It's in my interest. And I want to debunk the myth that says that women don't help each other because we do. And sometimes when a woman doesn't help another woman, sometimes it might be because maybe maybe they just don't want to see you skin your knee and fall down. And you know what? That's okay. I need to skin my knee and fall down. So don't try to protect me and stop me by saying you tried that before. And no matter what the motive is, We need to internalize that you need to scrape your knee and get back up again. Otherwise, you can't learn. And so we need to not protect ourselves from that kind of pain where boys don't mind. And and I don't want to genderize it. I think it's really just returning to the stoic wisdom of the philosophers, whether it's Mary Wollstonecraft or Plato or Socrates, doesn't matter, Simone de Beauvoir, doesn't matter, Jean-Paul Sartre, any of the philosophers, male or female, incorporate and integrate that into your life. And I'll tell you, it's now sold at Sephora with our Vanilla Woods. First book ever sold in Sephora. Wow. And that's a bold statement. I really pushed and my merchants were lovely. They were like, look, we've, it's not really something we've done. And I said, I understand. I had to push. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, honestly. That's like a right? history making right there. Yeah, it sold out in two weeks. And they called me and said, Barb, you were right. What I a know. lovely gift. Buy buy a bottle of perfume and a book. It's right? lovely. What a, it's we're lovely. always looking for we a good present. Yeah. What do you get? What do you get your mom? What do you get your aunt? Right? What do you get your daughter yeah. when she graduates high school? Like there this is great. Ooh, bachelorette well, you know, party. For, perfect. And also too the the perfume box with all the peace making perfume. Have that. that is the perfect young woman's first perfume ever. This is where you go, okay, this is clean, it's vegan, it's cruelty, you're going to learn all about it. But you're going to learn about the countries right? and what we're doing and what this, how this changes the world. And I want you to smell the beauty of these countries. And I feel like wherever we are, we must be doing things that empower women, spark them to create their own social enterprise. You imagine, frog in my throat, a young woman reading this and going, I'm going to go change the world. And she just goes and does it. because. And I'm going to smell damn good when I do it, honey. Fine. And yeah, I'm going to tell you I don't like your policy and I'm going to run for office. I'm going to tell you that you're going to carry my book and it's going to sell out because I believe it will. And it's okay if it didn't, but it just did. Right. And so follow your instincts and also have partners like Savora. They weren't wrong to say, we're not sure about this. And I love that they steer me all the time. And then when we saw the success, they were like, girl, you were right. Let's order four times the amount. Like that's how fast they switch with me. To me, that's collaboration. I think that's another thing women need to realize. You're going to be challenged. Someone's going to say we didn't do it before. That's okay. You've got to be able to say, look, trust me. I promise you it won't go wrong and believe in it and let it go into the universe. And voila, it does. You know, and then all of a sudden, everyone's receptive because they've seen the proof. And that's okay. Don't take that stuff personally. I don't take anything personally at all. The philosophers believe there's only four things that can make you happy. Love what you do, flank yourself with people who believe in you, take nothing personally, and volunteer. Those four things, you do those things, you will always be happy. Nothing will ever harm you. 
Oh, Barb, you're speaking the gospel today. Truly. Well, you got me all fired up with the whole Jewish thing. And the I'm Still Creaming song. Let's not forget about the song. Because I feel like this whole time I've heard that in my head. I'm still standing. I'm still creaming, honey. Right? I cream every night. Speaking Girl. of that, Barb, the last thing I want to ask you. I bet you have the most beautiful self-care rituals. We've already spoken about them a little mm. bit. The perfume is a ritual, cleansing your face. Mm. What are some of your favorite self-care rituals that are personal to Barb? Well, I'll tell you, during the pandemic, when everything went to hell in a handbasket, I couldn't give talks till my son built the studio. He came up with that when I was so sad. And then we've been booked more than we ever have been. And then you know, I was sad the stores were closed at first. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't see the beauty advisors. That made me sad. So I came up with a whole mantra. It's my new mantra. It's my pandemic mantra. Get mad, take a bath, have a nap. Mm-hmm. And it works. Get mad. And I don't mean at someone. Just get mad at some situation. Get mad. You've got to get mad about it. Then go take a bath. I go and I take a bath. I use the Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. And I stare at the birch trees. And I read. And so I just keep adding more hot water and staying there. And then I take a nap. Mm-hmm. So you get mad, take a bath, have a nap. And in, when you take the nap, your subconscious mind does all the work for you that you set out. And I use my gemstone rollers now, my perfume oils, because they're moisturizing. And I use that to set my intentions. And the, being very conscious of what I want and being mindful, it sets the tone like Pavlov's dogs. So the next day, if I feel like I'm wavering, I'm not following what I set out to do, I smell it again. And I go, And I associate that with my evening ritual of getting mad, taking a bath, and having a nap. And I'll tell you, we've our sales have never been bigger in our lives, and I'll tell you, we can't leave. Nova Scotia, I can't come to the U.S., I can't cross the border in Canada. We have a quarantine rule here. And you know what? Sales are 88% up over last year. I've wow. never been more th- yeah, crazy, right? I've never been more happy, more joyous. I'm off the hamster wheel. I get to meet people like you, Jackie, faster than I ever would have been on a plane. We're honoring the environment. Yes, of course, we're going to party like it's the Roaring Twenties when we're vaccinated. Make no mistake. But in the meantime, this time of calm, we will never get again. So you've got to use this time to your advantage. Instead of feeling like things were taken from you, go and give yourself those gifts. So I'm glad you asked about those rituals. Get mad, take a bath, have a nap. And make that change. And it's fast. It works so fast. It can work in a day. It's that powerful. And you don't need much. You need a bathtub. Yeah. And if you don't have one, you could probably sit in your sink. You could do that. You could yeah. find, maybe just go to someone else's pool. Yeah. not looking. Sneak over the fence the, safely. I've done that many times. I many did that times. in my youth. One of my, fun, right? this guy on my street, this family, they had the best pool. And I would just be like, oops, I fell in. I guess I should stay. <laughs> and I would bring my floaties over. I would bring my friends. And <laughs> it was, but hey, I've never had a pool my whole life. Never. Oh, me neither. You know, I've never had, I've been looking at houses, but I'm like, do I want a pool? I feel like they're good for three months and the rest of the year you got to pay to upkeep them. And then if I have a kid, it might fall in and I'm going to cover it. But you know what? I just joined again because the pandemics were getting better here now. My my 80 year old parents or my father and my in-laws are vaccinated now. I joined the local pool and I do laps every morning. And I swim for an hour. It burns more calories than anything. And I'm not hurting my joints. And in the water, all my thoughts 
doing the front stroke in the water, listening to the bloop. And as I'm listening to those bubbles, I'm getting ideas. And I came out so recharged. My day begins. We swim at 7.15 every morning. I will never stop this tradition. Five days a week. And, you know, the pool membership's only like pennies a day. It's not really expensive. And then you don't have to clean it. Let them do that. And I get my beautiful, like my beautiful lane, Olympic size pool. It's really healthy. So join a local pool, depending on the restrictions in your community. Ours have, you got to set up a, a time. You've got to schedule that time. You've got to mask. You've got to do all those things. They clean it after. And you're in chlorine, so you're safe. Yeah. But I really feel like the, the public pool with laps is a great way because I think, and then just being in the water is such a human thing. It's such a human instinct for us to be in the water. So if you haven't been in the water lately... Get in the water. I'm telling you, being in the water is such a healing thing. Even when I get in my tub, even when I just get in my tub, I have this. Same. I'm a Scorpio. I love a water. I need to be sitting in water. Wow. So you know what? You see how healing it is. Oh, yeah. The ocean, the river. I put, right? me, put me in anything. Put me in a dam. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, seriously. Drop I think me in everyone, a pond, honey. I don't care. You have a pond across when you come visit. There you we'll go. I'll begin in the, in the pond. pond. And even just to look at the water, being on the water, thoughts on the water, or being above the clouds when you're on a plane, I find I think there too. But being on the water is such a peaceful thing. So everybody get to the water and get mad, take a bath, have a nap. I'm so happy that you brought up the swimming because swimming is now a self-care ritual for you. And I love the idea of all my honey signing up to the local pool and going in and yeah. in, in thinking in the morning. I love that. That's a beautiful ritual. Right? And you burn my, my Apple Watch, and I, I wear my sports band on it when I swim in the mornings. And it burns 500 calories in one hour. Damn, Who my Peloton, I'm only burning like literally 45 calories. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I look mm-hmm. down, but I'm not trying to burn calories necessarily. You're a tiny but little thing. You look it is girl. interesting. I just yeah. like to read what's happening. You know? I'll tell you. I love to get that day going, and then I go for a walk with my husband every day, and we hold hands. We walk, even though we work together, but we will walk by the river and the dam, and even on cold days, bundle up, and it's getting warmer now, finally, because we have winter here, you guys don't, mm-hmm. but and we, that walk is really important to us, so... You know, just those rituals matter and take time every day. My ex-husband used to call it my selfish walk, and that's why he's my (laughs) ex-husband. And I really, I feel strongly, anyone undermining you, I want you to leave them. Not right now, call them tonight. But seriously, I don't want anyone keeping you from your self-care rituals. No one has the right, because self-care is not an indulgence. It's a necessity. I'm telling you, Barb, we got to talk off mic. I'm on my second marriage as well. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm telling you, number two slaps. Number two is where it's at. And they're hotter. They're hotter. Oh, my. Trading in a car. Trade in that car. We upgrade, honey. We upgrade. I got the Maybach. I got the Maybach. Oh, yeah. No, he's so hot. Husband's so hot. I can't I know. I love that. I was looking at your Instagram and I love how you're like, me and my hot husband are off. I'm like, yes, honey. So haunted. Haunted. So hot. Men need to be objectified too. It's important. No, I think my husband's super hot too. Let me see. You got a picture there? Well, I mean, this is just like a wedding picture. You can't like really see us, but like. Oh, bless. Look at the way you're looking at each other. Girl, you wear that dress. Thank you. This was a month ago. We're we're (gasps) shut up. 
Congratulations. Honey, we reinvented ourselves. We'll chat, honey. We'll get foot juice. We'll get organic wine foot juice. Like like the rich aunt. Yes, we're going to be rich aunts. And we'll go to Soho House. And we're going to sit. Yes, Yes. we're going to wear vintage and we're going to sit. And your son is going to be there and Jay Kissa is going to come. That's right. Our friend Jay Kissa. Yes. And the waft of our scent as we walk by. And everyone's going to go, we got to get that perfume. That's right. And they'll look like a ship just went past. Oh, it's happening. Get that vax. Get your ass down here. Get that vax. The second <laughs> I have that vax, you are the first place we're coming and we're going to Soho House. And oh I my God, wait. I can't wait. And I just, then we'll go to the synagogue together. Do you yes. have a favorite synagogue? Do you have a favorite synagogue we, there? Listen, we're, once we plant our roots, we're house hunting. Right. That's right. when we're going to make that choice. Beautiful. Now, is your husband Jewish? Yes. Wow. That's so sweet. I'm telling you, it's lovely. Everything's happening over here, Barb. Wow. You got to get you down here. We're cousins because I'll tell you, as soon as you said Jewish, I was like, because it's such a piece of my life that was taken from me because mm-hmm. I used to beg my Zadie, my Jewish Zadie, to take me to the rabbi because my mom was Catholic. I wasn't allowed to be Jewish. And my soul is Jewish. Yes. And that really hurt. But then I realized, as my grandmother said, my, my uh, Bubby said, she goes, being Jewish is a culture too. Mm-hmm. It's not just a religion. It's a culture. And she said, you are Jewish. Nobody yes. Can take that from you. Nobody. Was, yeah. How hard was it to study to become Jewish? Is it a big job? I keep hearing it's a lot of work. It was, but it was such meaningful, beautiful work. Sad. It was, and, and, I, and I did it over quarantine. So it was on my own terms. So normally it depends on, I converted to reform Judaism. So okay, there was a lot more leniency in terms of my own decisions and, and, and what I could study and what really I was gravitating towards. And it was oh, just, wow. yeah, it was So lovely. reform, how many are there? There's Orthodox, there's mm-hmm. conservative uh, and then reform. Reform's probably the best. It works the best for me. Women can be rabbis, which I was big on. Come on down, Barb. We got a lot to discuss. <laughs> Girl, do we ever. Oh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. Okay, Barb, please tell everybody where we can find you on the internet, in the general world, websites, things, and yeah, where... Yeah. Where can we buy the Seven Virtues? They're all at uh, Sephora, uh, the Seven Virtues. And, and there's a sale on. going on right now. Yeah, the v- has the VIB started? When does I, that start? I feel like when this episode Rouge, comes out, it will be. So okay, perfect. So it's coming out in April. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a Rouge, a VIB members. It's very exciting. So that always helps mm-hmm. to save the 15, 10, 20%, depending on where you're at in the membership. And then they have a special, which is really great because they have the 50 mil, the roller bill, and the book on special at yep. Sephora for Mother's Day. And then it disappears. So it only goes up for Christmas, Mother's Day, gone again. So it's a special thing. We, we love it. We love a flash sale. I like a deal. <laughs> I like a deal. I go right to the sales rack in any store. I'm like, sale? I'm, I'm same, just looking. Same. Can I, help I you can't stop myself. I know. You know? You're Jewish. I don't... You're Jewish. Mm, it's just in my DNA. You know? Jew girl. Listen, yeah. that's the way it is. We like to make things and sell them. I'm going to say. Yeah. Not gonna yeah. Lie. I love a deal. Who doesn't? Right? I don't. When they ask me, what, are you looking for anything specific? That sale rack. Yeah, I'm that's, looking that's, for what's on what's cheap. That's all. Yeah, Nothing. yeah. No specific piece of clothing. 
just that sale rack. Yep. And I want to find something that's free. I'll let you know oh, when yeah. I find it. And then I'm happy. If a store um, opened a free rack, I would be Oh, girl, in like, the you know store. what? That's the kind of rack I want to see, the free yeah. rack. So, yeah, and uh, Sephora, and then, of course, the sevenvirtues.com. We do ship in the U.S. Uh, and Canada. And then then there's barbstegman.com. And on my site, we have a cool little unlocking the seven virtues mini course. So a lot of people like to take the mini course. It's like people after talks want to be mentored or they want to have more of me. So we created this wild thing that lives while I'm swimming with you in LA Mm -hmm. and anyone who really wants to go and be challenged and do exercises and have follow-up emails and watch some of my one woman comedy show which is the breather stuff after the heavy stuff because you're like you're an artist at this you understand that we'll take you somewhere heavy but we're gonna have a laugh because that's what attribute is you gotta laugh if you can't laugh I don't know what you're up to, Exactly. Yeah, so that's where you can find us. And yeah, it's lots of fun. And soon in Europe. So if you have any cousins over there, let them know we're coming. 13 countries. Oh, man, I'm excited for that. Isn't that wild? Sephora started in France. Like, that's wildness to be going back to the home. The mothership. Yeah. And And you're going to walk in and they're going to start speaking to you in French. I went to the Sephora. I think it was the flagship in Paris. Oh, wow. It was giant. And and I walked in and this woman walked up to me and just starts going off. And, and I'm like, oh. And I was like, wow, I look so chic that she, she actually she thinks I'm French. Right. And that was when I had my bob haircut. I had like bangs. Oh, and, a bob. and I think I was just, I was, and I just felt like such a bumpkin. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't speak yeah. French. No, you know what? Next time you go in and just be like the rich aunt and just yes. purse your lips a lot. Mm-hmm. And go, mm-hmm. 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 No, merci. No, merci. Pas maintenant. Pas maintenant. Oh, see, light honey, me. she... Honey, she's in Canada. She knows the French. Although we do Quebec French, which isn't as elegant. Hey, I think it's beautiful, okay? You're so kind. Barb, I'll be seeing you soon in a pool near me. So thank we you. Won't for... know, we don't know who owns the pool yet. No, but I we'll, will be. I'll make friends with some neighbors. It'll be fine. You. I might have my own. We'll see. You could very well have and your own studio. We put an offering like, on a place with a pool and we didn't get it. That's okay. It wasn't but meant to be. I just don't know if I be. want to deal with the upkeep of it. It's a lot. Just go to the local pool. My yeah. God, let them deal with it. I love that. I love that for us. Okay. Let me end the pod, Barb. We, right. we could gab all damn night. I know. Thank you again, Barb, for being here. Uh, this was my delight, and I know the delight of my audience as well. I end every episode of Nash Butte by saying you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You deserve to be happy. And don't forget to cream that neck and keep your fringe fresh. Barb, do you cream your neck? Every night. Hell yes. Of course she does. Right? Of course she does, honey. Have to. Have she to. creams the neck because her neck deserves it. That's right. That's, That's right. right.